This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he joins us at this time every Tuesday with the best Bucks conversation. Covers him for the Athletic. His name is Eric Name. We appreciate his time. Eric, is last night's loss anything to worry about for Bucks fans? Because Bucks Twitter, as you know, was uh, on fire last night after the Bucks lose one fourteen one oh five. Um, I don't know if the game in particular was something to worry about. Uh, I just think when when you're watching this team in the last couple of weeks, uh, I, I think some things are, are not quite right defensively. They haven't been as good. Uh, I think you're bringing in a number of guys that you have to integrate into the system, and Miritich and Gasol, and you know I think you're you're trying to do that. And then on top of that, George Hill is out. Sterling Brown is out. Two guys that. Uh, just do such a great job defensively and have been so big for their versatility and everything that they're doing that, you know, I, I'm I'm working on a piece right now over at The Athletic, and, you know, I'm re-watching some of these these defensive possessions in the final four minutes, and it's it's just stuff that I don't think they, they did wrong or incorrectly at the start of the season. And, you know, I just think all of this stuff, you know, injuries and, and all of that stuff is kind of catching up with them a little bit. They've been remarkably healthy this year, and this is kind of the first time that they're dealing with it. And, you know, I think there's some struggles there. Again, a 3-2 and two West Coast road trip isn't the worst thing. Uh, but, you know, you, when you lose twice to the Phoenix Suns, uh, I think people are going to be a little bit curious what's going on. Well, you didn't shoot well last night. I mean, I, I said this earlier. This could happen in a playoff game. Could happen in a couple playoff games where everybody, you know, doesn't shoot the ball well from outside. And when that happens, you're probably going to lose those basketball games. <laughs> I, I mean, the impressive part to me is that uh, you know, they managed to have, I think it was Miritich, Bledsoe, Lopez, and Middleton shoot 12 of 53 Crazy. on the night. Yep. And then I'm still talking about the defense not being good enough. And, uh, you know, we're talking about, oh, you know, maybe you missed some free throws. Like, you're thinking about all these different things, and it's like, they had to do all of those things just to lose a game. So it speaks to how good the team is. But, yeah, this could absolutely happen. And, you know, it's going to be it's going to be vital for this team to be able to kind of brush it off their shoulders and just move on to the next one. And they've done a remarkably good job of that this season, but this is the first time that they've lost two in a row. So we'll see uh, if they can do that on Thursday against an Indiana Pacers team that they've struggled against this season. So, so, so uh, go ahead. No, I, I just think it'll be interesting to watch. Gasol finally gets a couple minutes of action right away, practices, gets into the game right away last night for a couple minutes, a couple boards and assists. How much of a role do you think he plays on the court uh, going down the stretch here and into the postseason? Do you think he gets 15 minutes or something like that, or do you think it's not even that? Uh, I'm struggling to figure out how it would be that just because I don't really see – uh, you know, a huge opening for minutes. They they were pretty crowded in the in the front court as it was. Uh, you know, when you're looking at Brooke Lopez, uh, and then obviously Mike Boonholzer loves playing or Sonny Silva. You'd already added Miritich to that mix, and like DJ Wilson had already been pushed out of the rotation. And I mean, I, I don't know how they're gonna you know create minutes for 
a fifth big here uh, when, you know, you're going to play Giannis 30, 35 minutes a night. So I don't really know how he gets a ton of minutes, but, you know, I also know that he chose to come to Milwaukee out of going anywhere else. So, you know, there at least be some thought in my mind that he believes he's going to play or be able to play some sort of role here. So uh, to me, I don't see where the role is, but, you know, when when you're trying to think of a guy chasing, uh, you know, in some ways chasing a ring, maybe it's just that. Maybe he's just chasing a ring, and uh, the place to do it now is Milwaukee, which is a very strange sense to say. Um, so maybe that's, that's just what he's here for. He's here for, you know, a playoff run and, you know, to be the insurance that the Bucks need if, you know, Joel Embiid puts Brooke Lopez in foul trouble or Al Horford plays him off the floor or something like that. But, you know, it seems like to me they, they already have – some of that insurance policy all ready to go so i'm not sure how powell factors into all this i would think his role be pretty limited but you know i've been wrong on mike boonholder and his use of veteran big men before so we'll kind of see how that goes name tell me how the milwaukee bucks uh, make the eastern conference finals with Milton playing the way he's played the last two games they don't okay yeah, I mean, I mean it, you have to play good to, to advance. Um, like I, I don't think it's So do you possible. see anything alarming? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not freaking out or anything like that, but, you know, this guy is probably going to be in line to make, you know, or wants to max and, you know, $30 million per. And, and you look at the Utah game, there weren't a lot of guys there, but there were a perfect opportunity for him to just shoot as many shots, and he did, I think he shot 24 shots. But still to try to help get this team a win, and then last night the, the guy goes one for thirteen. I mean, it's just tough for me to swallow right now the, the way he's playing. If these guys really going to need to advance, I, I can assure you, you are not the only one, Gary. Okay, thank um, you. My my mentions would tell you you are not the only one on that, and. You know, I think there was, as I pointed out last night, there was a lot of guys that had bad shooting nights, but in Chris's uh, position, people are going to notice it more because he's in line to get a bunch of money this yeah. summer, and, you know, he's the guy that people kind of turn to. Uh, so, yeah, no, he, he's been flat out, he, he was flat out bad uh, last night in Utah. He didn't shoot particularly well. I thought he, he made some contributions, but against, against Phoenix last night, he was just straight up, terrible like that there's literally no way to say it uh any other way and you know that always kind of draws red flags but i don't know if there's anything that you know is all that concerning to me i think he he tends to pretty much kind of be who he is and you know some nights he'll be hot some nights he'll be cold and uh that's a large part of the reason why i think a number of people aren't super comfortable with him as their number two mm-hmm. um so i don't to me i'm not seeing anything you know, particularly alarming. I am curious if this is a, this was his first All Star game. Obviously, as you guys know, and right. like I told you guys a few weeks back, I remember talking to Giannis after his first All Star game, and two weeks later, just all of a sudden in a post game, he just kind of let it slip out that his like legs were kind of tired. He's just like, you know, you know, I'm just really tired and kind of dealing with that. And I was like, wait, what? Like. You know, you just had the all-star break, and he said, like, you know, my first all-star game, like, I didn't get a break. Like, I just kept working. And I'd be curious to see um, and hear from Middleton on that if, if he is feeling a little bit more tired legs. And obviously with a guy that shoots as many jumpers as he does, uh, that can be a concern. So uh, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if that's part of it right now. And, you know, anytime I mention all-stars being tired, whether it was Giannis 
three years ago or or if I would mention it, Chris, this year, uh, fans like say, well, this is all-star break. They shouldn't – what are you talking about? But, you know, that's not how it is. Like, at the all-star game, you have to do all these different things, and you don't really get to rest while everyone's in Aruba – you're actually going to work and doing everything the same. So uh, I would be curious. I need to talk to Chris about that here in the next couple of days, but I'm wondering if that is something that, that is kind of kind of taking a little bit of a toll on his legs. Talking with Eric, name of the athletic here on the Wendy's Big Show. Eric, four years, 70 million. Does that feel like a discount Eric Bledsoe took to stay with the Bucks? Um, You're going to have to give me a time machine to see what he does in the playoffs because if it's what if he has a playoffs like he did last year against Rogier, then he got overpaid. Uh, if he plays like he is right now in the playoffs, then he probably got underpaid. Uh, I think that I guess what's interesting to me is that Eric Bledsoe is a Rich Paul client, and obviously Rich Paul is in the news, and everyone knows him for LeBron and Anthony Davis, and uh, Rich Paul clients very rarely take early extensions. They do all that they can to get into free agency and, you know, kind of have bidding wars. And that was one of the things that I found most interesting about this early extension is that he actually signed it, that he signed an early extension because I, I didn't really see that coming from a Rich Paul guy because that's not something that, that he likes to do. So that, I mean, it, it tells me a, a couple of things, and I'm not sure which one of those things is, going to be most accurate either that means eric bledsoe really loves milwaukee and you know he wanted to tell rich paul that hey let's get a deal done this is where i want to be i love it here it feels like home all of those things that you know we talked to eric about in los angeles or it tells me that they looked around the league they talked to some folks and you know maybe his market was a little bit softer than anyone really thought that you know maybe it, if you do Anytime someone signs an early extension, they have to feel beneficial to them, right? Right. You're not going to avoid free agency if you think there's more money to be had in free agency. So that tells me maybe the market was a little bit softer than what this was. But, you know, I think in the end, when you look at three years guaranteed, that fourth year is $3.9 million, uh, if the Bucks want to opt out of it. That's helpful because who knows how Bledsoe will age. His athleticism is a huge part of the way that he plays. And then, you know, the fact that, I guess if you add that 3.9, it's essentially three years, 54 million guaranteed. Uh, so 18 million for him, and the fact that you get to do 15.6 million for him next year uh, really helps out your cap sheet there. So you know, in the end, I think it's a good it's a good deal for the Bucks. Uh, they should feel good about it. But you know, I think uh, another uh, scary Terry induced playoff freakout or whoever it would be this year uh, for blood. So if that happens again, then all of a sudden you might look at this, uh, this, I guess this contract in a different light. I'm not going to say that's going to happen, but you know, obviously last year I thought blood. played great in the second half of the season. And then in the playoffs, he just wasn't there. So that to me, that's kind of the one question mark I have is they signed it early and, you know, for blood. this is, in some ways, uh, playoff insurance, that if I don't have a good playoff, I'm still going to get paid. Talking with Eric Name of The Athletic. He covers the Milwaukee Bucks, does a fine job of it. What does this mean now for Middleton, Lopez, Miritich, as, as far as their likelihood of coming back now that this Bledsoe deal is in the books? Uh, to me, this is a signal that they're getting ready to run it back, that this is this is how they're going to want to do it. They're, they're still going to have enough money. I think the tough part will be, to get both Miritich 
and Lopez along with Brogdon and Middleton. Uh, I think that's where it kind of gets a little bit tough. But you can get three uh, out of four, you think? I, I, I do feel confident that they can get three out of four. But, um, you know, getting that fourth one is, uh, to me, I didn't really imagine getting that fourth guy. And you think about the depth that this team could have if that's the case. Um, but, you know, I do still think you can get three out of four. Uh, I think where it's going to get interesting is Brooke Lopez's market. Uh, because I'm not sure. I think the the goal was always and the hope was always, even if he has a breakout year, you can still get him for the mid-level exception. He might have played better than that this year. There there might be someone that is convinced that they can have him shoot a lot of threes like the Bucks did this year. And then, you know, I think Malcolm Brogdon, I have no idea what his market is. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero. Because he always ha- he'll always have the red flag on his foot. That's not going anywhere. That's been there since the draft. Uh, so he'll always have that. He's an older guy. He's going to be 26. Like wow, you're going to have 26. to think through that, and then you got to figure out: can this guy be a number two or three option as opposed to a number four or five option? So his market's going to be really interesting to me, and I'm going to be really curious to see if there's someone out there that's just going to say, "All right, uh, you know, I think that would be million for Mel- uh, that you feel rocking for years, but, like no. you know." What's the what's the phrase? It only takes one. Sure, right. Yep. It only takes one. So you just need someone to say, like, I'm trying to think through teams. Like, if there's someone that you know gets their, they have a star, they sign another star, and then they think, okay, we need a perfect third piece. Maybe you think Malcolm Brogdon's your perfect third piece, and you overpay for him a little bit uh, because you think that's going to really work out for you, and he's probably going to be coming off either a 50, 40, 90 season or something awfully close. So. Um, that's the only, uh, to me, that would be the biggest concern is that there's a, a crazy a crazy market out there for Malcolm Brogdon. I don't know that there is, but could be. Uh, I think that there could be a chance of that. Mm-hmm. Now, Eric, to the important stuff, do you know who was sitting next to Christian Yelich last night at uh, Talking Stick Resort Arena? I don't know who she was, but I do know that I saw her first before I saw Christian Yelich. There you go. Okay. All right. Hey, There's man. the information we needed. Eric is. Name, we appreciate it. That's why we call you each Tuesday at 348 to join the Wendy's Big Show for the big, hard-hitting questions. Hey, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> appreciate hey, it, man. Eric. We'll talk next week. All right. See you, fellas. There's Eric Name of the Athletic All on right, the great pal. Midwest Bank hotline looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019. Look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.